Hello, this is Brandy Henry, and you are listening to Engaging on Social Media with Brandy Henry, and I am thrilled to have you, and I hope that the next 25 to 29 and a half minutes are um, packed with helpful tips and ways for you to empower yourself to get your message out into the world. Um, no other time like the present have we had access as human beings to sharing our message for free. We just need to show up consistently, maturely, add value, and we can have make a difference in the world. And that's amazing. And I want to help you do that. And that's why I'm here because I just, I am so excited about that and know that many, many, many of you out in the world have really valuable life lessons, um, expertise from your area of work, just so many things to offer the world. And imagine what a difference that could make if more of us were able to make a difference that way right there on social media where it's free, you know, amazing, amazing. So that is why I am here and I appreciate you listening. Today is episode number 28. It's a practicals on episodes that in an eight or two, I do practicals. And typically a practical means some sort of techie bit or lingo, something like that. And that's no exception today. Today, we're going to be talking about tagging and analytics. Those are two areas I get uh, asked a lot about. And I think, too, there are some mindsets behind the two that I would like to offer. And that is what we're going to do today. I am going to break down what you can expect from this episode. We start with just that little intro like we've already done. Check. That's done. And we'll go into a call to action or a CTA. And today mine is a little longer than usual, but it will not drag on too long. And then I go into a sidebar where I poke fun at myself, um, something I've observed that I do. And uh, today... Uh, <laughs> this, this one, uh, I do, of course I think it's funny. That's why I'm sharing it. Okay. And then we get into the meat of the show and that is 12, 14 at the longest 16 minutes. And after that, we get into what the next episodes will be, what to expect over the next one, two or three episodes. And as I kind of get traction, as we talked about last week with my show, I am able to see further and further out what those episodes will be. And um, that feels really good. So I already know what the next three will be. And we'll talk about that at the end of this one. And then I talk about a tidbit or freebie, something practical usually. And today uh, will be that. And then a booster at the end of the show, because it's very important to me that you um, walk away and turn off the show feeling empowered. So that's really important um, that you know that you can send your message out into the world and that it matters because it matters to me. I want it to come across and motivate you. And that's important. That's how we end the show. And then, of course, I have a long out, <laughs> drawn out goodbye sometimes. Sad to let you go, but I will. <clears throat> so that is the format of our show. Typically, we run about 27, 28 minutes. And as I fold in interviews coming up in the next uh, month or so, those might go a little longer. We'll have to see. And I'm excited about that. I got pretty sick this uh, December, and uh, that got pushed out a week, probably two, two or three weeks um, as do things. But 
They haven't gone away. They are coming. Okay. All right. On with the show. So we've done the intro and the introduction of myself. And now for the call to action. I um, have a newsletter. And in that newsletter, every week, you can expect from me a summary of this podcast. The summary will include highlights, kind of like keynotes or keynotes, key points, as well as ending with a challenge, kind of a little homework assignment. And I dare you to. <laughs> so to speak. This week, I will include screenshots, as I will do whenever we do a practicals or whenever it's appropriate, really. I'll do screenshots of my accounts to help explain and highlight and point you to what it is that I'm referring to throughout this episode. And why I um, want to do this is because when you're listening, I really hope that you can just listen and take it in, think about it, chew on it, as we say. And then know that during the week, an email will land in your inbox that will summarize the episode. That will highlight the key points or the takeaways. Kind of take your notes for you. And also, when appropriate, like I said, some screenshots. I often do that for clients or in workshops where I screenshot something. And you know, you can add highlights with circles and arrows and all of that. And that's what I will include this week and in future. So if you are interested in that, I will put a link in the show notes, which is essentially my website, brandywhenry.com slash freebie. The freebie is a uh, handout on just kind of some tips on how to say things on social media. You can screenshot it and then just have it with you because sometimes we do get stuck. We want to say something, but we don't quite know what to say. And hopefully that list of about 12 to 17 or so fill-in-the-blank responses can help you when you're stuck, right? And that's, uh, that's what that freebie will be, and that will come to you. Remember, if you open it up on your phone, you can screenshot it. With most phones, it's the down volume arrow and your power button at the same time, and that screenshots things, and then you can always refer to them. One of my um, favorite screenshots sometimes I'll have up for a little while is a how-to. And that is what our tidbit later on will be, is taking advantage of that screenshot feature when there's something you're often forgetting what to do or how to do, which we all do. There's a feature that maybe we use once a week and we're like, how did I do that? And we'll talk about that in the tidbits and freebies. So screenshotting can be really helpful. <laughs> all right. Sidebar, my husband and I have a king size bed. But whenever I go back into our room later on during the day, I notice that really what we have is I have like a queen size bed and he has a very narrow twin size bed. <laughs> I am a bed hog. I am such a bed hog. I notice like my pillows are way over on the other side and he is just a trooper. He doesn't move around much. And clearly when I'm asleep, I do. So. Oh, and that's Bella. She is saying hi. At least that's how I like to think of it whenever she shakes that collar. Um, so yeah, I like to um, share, but there are some things that I really just take over, don't I? And uh, our bed is one of them and makes me just laugh. All right, on with the show. Tagging. So tagging, what does that even mean? So tagging is used to get or give attention on social media. 
It is a way of drawing somebody to look at what you have posted. And there are many ways to do that, and we'll talk about it. Generally speaking, on most platforms, except Facebook, it includes using the handle name. And the handle name is at, and then fill in the blank. For example, if you wanted to tag me on Instagram, you would use at, and you'd start typing Brandy W. Henry. And on Instagram, various faces would stop start popping up before you probably even finish typing in the whole name of the person you want to get attention of. And you would tap it. And that's how you could tag somebody in the comments of something you're doing. So we're going to talk about that. And remember, I'm going to send you in the newsletter screenshots of all of these things. <clears throat> so the techie side of what it is to tag somebody and remember, tagging is not the same as hashtags. That's something else entirely, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about today, but tagging is different. Tagging is more about getting the attention of individuals or a business. But in my opinion, businesses are run by people. Somebody is checking that account, hopefully, and it's the same thing. So you're getting somebody's attention, whether it's a business or a person or an organization, etc. So when you're creating a post, so you haven't put it up yet, you might notice in the options, so you kind of scroll through, for example, uh, when you can add a feeling or you can add where you're located at the time of the post or where the picture was, you have the option of tagging people. My preference for you is not to use that feature, but rather to use the person's name in your comments and what it is that you have to say in the words or the copy of your post. Why? Because it's a lot more personable. When, for example, on Instagram, you go to double tap a post and a bazillion names pop up, I think it looks crowded. And that's a lot of people that the person was trying to draw attention to for that post. My opinion and what I prefer when I'm working with clients is to focus on one or two people, maybe three, and make the post a little more meaningful, drawing out the attention of them. So what I prefer people do is when you're typing out the words or the copy of your post is you add that at and then the person's name. On Facebook, you'll notice you start typing in a name and it often starts to list names. Of course, if you start typing in the word Michael, there'll be a lot that come up or any popular or common name. And Facebook will help you in that way. You've probably noticed that as you start to type in somebody's name, it will pop up and you can tap on it and the person will be part of that, of those words. And that's great. It's a great feature. I have noticed sometimes it doesn't work or it seems like a glitch. It's not as consistent as I would prefer. But it is a nice way of saying thank you for somebody's service if they are a business or thank you for a nice gesture. 
It's a nice way also, like if you had an event and there were several people involved in helping you pull that event off, you can include them in that post by having their names in the writing. Remember, most platforms, you would start with a at sign and start typing in their handle name. Not always is a handle name somebody's name name, but often it'll still come up if you start typing their name. It just depends. And on Facebook, you start just typing their name and you can thank them or celebrate with them something that you all did together. Maybe you got to the top of, if you're local in my area, Mount St. Helens, it's a big accomplishment in our area. And you can celebrate that or thank or you know, just give a shout out, so to speak. And that way, when people are reading through your post, they see who it is you're celebrating, who it is that is in the picture or that helped you accomplish what you're talking about, the event, the um, something in your business that went well, something that helped you move forward. And in many ways, that more intimate way of tagging, I think, is more effective. It shows that you appreciate people. It shows that you're willing to share, you know, that limelight, so to speak, and that you're one who says thanks or recognizes that, you know, you really aren't able to do everything on your own. And that when somebody offers you help or that you hire them for something and they do a good job, that you're going to also consider highlighting them. You might shout them out and people will do that in return for you. And I think that more intimate way of tagging people means more, even though there are fewer people mentioned in that post. I think it goes a long way. I think it goes further as far as your kind of credibility as not just, I don't want to say as a person, but as what credibility for what you're doing on social media and sharing that limelight. That is my preferred way. I would like tagging to be used and it can be used really well. Like say you're the holidays and you really want to say thank you or happy new year to a handful of people, list them out in the copy area of your post. That would be a fun thing to do. Or there's somebody who people who showed up for you when you were having a hard time and you can say thank you that way from during the year. Or a group of people that you're excited about something that's coming up in the new year. You can do it that way too. Now, what happens when you do that shout out is within their notifications, the other person's notifications, the people who you included in the copy will see that. Hopefully, they're checking their notifications um, that you posted something with their name in it. It will say that in their notifications, whether it's, um, you know, LinkedIn sending them an email or Facebook within the notifications or on Instagram where you tap where that heart is down below. If there's a red dot there, they'll see it and they can go to that and say thanks. Thanks for the shout out or respond in some way. I think that's pretty cool. I ought to do it more often now that I say <laughs> all of this. Um, yeah. I should do that more often. 
Okay, so that's tagging. And what I'll do in the uh, newsletter is I'll get some screenshots in there to really point out those areas that I was just talking about, right? Some of you might be able to visualize that in your mind. And for some, it might be helpful to have those screenshots and I'll include some arrows as to what the world was she talking about <laughs> kind of thing. All right. So that's my not only definition and explanation of what tagging is, but also my, I guess you could say my philosophy as to how to use it a better way and a more thoughtful way of using tagging. All right. On to analytics. Analytics. Some of us think of analytics as simply as the number of likes or hearts or applause signs for LinkedIn that we get when we put a post up. I think that is way too simplified. With analytics, I want you to think of them as feedback, helping you in many ways get to know you and how it is that you're adding value and coming across. First, I'll also add more people are seeing your content and what you're doing and noticing you than you realize. All of us have had the experience of going to an event or running into somebody and they're like, hey, I've really enjoyed your videos or I've noticed your articles. And you know that they haven't liked or commented, which is fine. I think most of us have had that experience or even on the flip side, you are noticing or you see what somebody is doing, but you haven't liked or commented or applauded or forwarded or shared their material. And that's okay. So I want you to know that. As we start to talk about analytics, please know that more people are noticing what you're doing than you'll realize. And it's really easy to forget. I know. I forget too. All right. So with analytics... We can, if you have on your Instagram, if you're a business account, you have the option to what's called view insights. And in those insights, you'll tap on there and it'll let you know how many hearts or comments, profile visits, shares, saves that your post received. On Facebook, you can see on your profile page, you know, your personal page, you can see the likes on there or the hearts. It shows you right at that post. And if it's a video, this feature I have found shows up and doesn't show up, shows up, doesn't show up, where it shows you the number of views. And that is a little frustrating when you want to go see how many views a video received. And sometimes that piece of information is there and sometimes it's not. You're not crazy. It sometimes isn't there. And a view means that the video was watched for at least three seconds. Why three seconds? I don't know why that's the magic number. Maybe that means they're likely to finish the video. I don't know. It just means that somebody stayed and watched for at least three seconds, and then that's considered a view. Does it mean they finished the video? Who knows, right? But they did give it a chance. And on other platforms like LinkedIn, you can see right there if somebody applauded or liked, um, added comments. LinkedIn is definitely a platform where 
you're being seen more than you realize. A lot of people are scrolling through pretty quickly and keep showing up there, even if it feels like crickets. But analytics do help. And here's how we're going to talk about them. When it comes to your analytics, it is definitely fun to put up a post and get lots and lots of likes and hearts and applauses. That definitely, that feels great. As a business owner or as a platform builder or as somebody who's trying to get a message out bigger to the world, what you're really wanting to look at is how many people went to your profile. How many people went a little deeper? Now, on your Facebook profile, that is really hard to tell. However, on Instagram, if you have a business account and you go to your analytics or what they call insights, view insights on a post, check it out. If you have offered a call to action where you ask somebody to, for example, every Monday or so, I put up either a video or a um, story where I'm asking people to check out the podcast. And I can tell if people have done that by looking at the profile visits. I would rather have on those call to action posts where I am asking some people, asking people or viewers to either go to my website or go to get the newsletter or to go get the, check out the podcast, that I see a lot of profile visits. That really matters whenever you're having a call to action are those profile visits. And often those posts get far fewer likes or hearts than say a post where I put up something humorous or um, just fun, you know, whether it's my Clemson alma mater or um, a food image or science humor, those do get a lot more fun responses. But those call to action posts where I am asking people to check something out a little more about me, that's where I really am looking for profile visits. Now, it's easier with a business account for sure to find out that information. And If you are considering switching your Instagram account to a business account, know that you will not lose all that you've already posted. You will gain features. You'll also gain the annoyance of being asked all the time if you want to boost a post, but I think it's worth it. All right. So on your other platforms, know a good way to tell, for example, if you're posting to your Facebook profile, something where you would like people to follow through you can tell kind of what I call the back end. For example, I put um, a post up, most recent newsletter that I sent out to my subscribers talking about my commitment in 2020 to those of you who are on that newsletter. What is it going to look like? And I invited people to click over and join that newsletter so that you get this information broken down for you as a supplement to the podcast. Now, the post itself isn't skyrocketing to popularity, and that's okay because many people did click there and joined the newsletter, and that is what I might call back-end feedback. 
where I can see when a new subscriber comes through because my service, my email service lets me know. And I can see that that did get responses. And that's really exciting. And that's more important to me, building that newsletter subs subscriber base, being able to help more people get the message out, help more people get their messages out. And that's what I would call kind of a back way of finding out how your post did with call to actions. Sometimes a call to action is as simple as, hey, what's your favorite you know, movie or your favorite um, way of celebrating New Year's Eve or your favorite, you know, that's also technically a call to action. And most people will simply answer those in the comments because they're fun. It's a fun way. Be sure to thank people when they do that too and respond in some way um, because you're going to want them to respond in the future again. And that's a way of showing them that you are listening and that matters too, right? Goes both ways. Oh my goodness, we're almost at 25 minutes. I need to move on so that you can move on. All right, so I'm going to summarize all of this in a newsletter. So excited. And there will be screenshots and arrows, all of those fun things. And again, if you'd like to be part of that newsletter, comes out each week to supplement the podcast, I will have a link in the show notes. It's essentially my website, brandywhenry.com slash freebie. And that's where you can do that. And I am going to upgrade my website pretty soon or paying somebody to do that. So I'm pretty excited about it. Going to get a little more polished, <laughs> a little more, a little more smooth, I should say. Um, I have done my best with Wix and my best has, I think, <laughs> um, shall we say, lived out its useful this. <laughs> it will uh, be a little bit better in a few months by a professional. I'm excited about that, but it is, um, it's an investment, you know? All right. I will move on. So next episode, number 29 will be, what is it to add value? Right? What is it when we put our message out into the world? Why is somebody going to kind of care or get involved or engage with you? All comes down to adding value. And we'll talk about that in episode 29. Number 30, where does my, in other words, me, Brandy, where does that why come from? I did talk about why this podcast is so important to me. And I open most of the time explaining that. But where does that come from? Where is that fire from? And I'm going to talk about that in episode 30. And it isn't so much to, um, I don't know, self-focus or something, but really to help you think about where the fire for your why might be coming from. And knowing that can help us stick to the long range game of you know, building traction, getting a message out on social media. It takes a while. There's definitely what Seth Godin would call dips, <laughs> the dip. Um, and how remembering where our why comes from can help us keep going. And that's what I'm going to be talking about in episode 30, but that's two weeks away. And then in episode 31, which is three weeks away. So why am I bringing it up? Because I know what the topic will be and I hope it's of interest to you too. And we're going to talk about systemizing your posting. And um, with that one, I my way of systematizing my posting, I've blended from several teachers that I listen to, podcasters, um, that offer their way of doing things. And so my way is kind of a blend of that. 
And we'll talk about that in episode 31. Okay, tidbit, freebie. Whenever you are stuck with a tech question, I seriously, seriously, this is amazing. Go to Google, type in, how do I, this morning I've, you know, tagging. You could fill in, how do I tag? I would add on social media. <laughs> um, and you will get blocks of text that will often just walk you through step-by-step. Step. Sometimes in the evenings, if I get a text from a client asking me, how did I, or what's going on, or how come this isn't working? It might go a little deeper than the basics. Their question might go a little deeper. Sometimes it doesn't. But I'm often able to do quickly on Google, how do I, or what's going on with, Sometimes there is a glitch happening on one of the servers of social media platforms, or sometimes it's a different way of doing something from an iPhone to an Android. And I can, you know, within five, 10 minutes, getting on various websites, um, just sitting there on my couch, I can figure out what's going on. But for you and for me and in general, if there's a feature that you're not understanding, please do go to Google, type in how do I, and you'll get written out description. And if it works better for you, you will be offered some YouTube options. There are some great ones out there that will walk you through different, oh my gosh, the red is coming up through different um, options on that. Now I got to get to the booster. I've got 29 seconds. Know that you can learn as you go. And that's really what analytics are giving you and that you can decide what's valuable for what you follow. I really appreciate you listening. You can learn all of this as you go. You don't have to jump on knowing everything. You'll learn, and I believe you can do it. I got to let you go because I'm reaching my 30-minute limit. Thanks so much for listening, and sign up for that newsletter. Take care. Bye-bye. It's me again. I know I said goodbye, but that felt really abrupt to me. And I wanted to give you a proper goodbye and thank you for listening. I really do appreciate having you. And I do believe that you really can learn as you go. Analytics provides you that information. It lets you know what's resonating with your audience and what is coming across most authentically to them about you. And that's really cool. You get that information back for free. Analytics are really helpful that way. And remember, there's different ways of looking at them. If you're putting something up that you really are simply posting for fun, you're going to get different feedback than when you're looking for someone to follow through with a call to action, what it is that you're messaging and what it you do for a living or how you want to help somebody. That you can see happening either on the back end, like I talked about with newsletter subscribers, or right there in your insights, you can see what the actions were. And it is hard sometimes to start putting our message out there, but you will get better and better at it. Just like my podcast is getting smoother and smoother. I need to recognize when I <laughs> am running over time and try not to rush an ending because that doesn't feel good. So I appreciate your patience with me. And I believe in you that you do have good things to offer the world. And I really want you to give it a try because it matters. Take care. Have a, a great week. And I appreciate you. Bye-bye.